Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. So if you haven't been following the story down in Baylor, it obviously turned into a total mess as the Baptist University and its association with uh, the not reporting of sexual assault by alleged football members turned into a mushroom cloud that deservedly cost a lot of people their jobs, including the AD, the school president, and the head football coach. And since that time when Art Bryles was fired, and by the way, Baylor's paid him out some sort of settlement. He since filed filed a lawsuit. What exactly happened and what Art Bryles knew and when he knew it has not been determined by a court. Right, I mean, there have been a lot of different stories that have been written about Art Bryles and what he was responsible for in terms of the larger context of issues that existed at Baylor. And, uh, and we could get into all those different details, but I think it's just important, alleged details, I think it's just important to note that he was not charged with a crime, that there has been no official court determination of what exactly Art Bryles knew and when he knew it. Every assistant coach that worked under Art Bryles has been employed elsewhere. In other words, nobody at the NCAA came in and said, these guys are unemployable. And the athletic director and the school president who were involved at Baylor during this time are both employed elsewhere. Now, they lost their jobs at Baylor, but they're both employed elsewhere now. In other words, they had they had an ability to go out and get another job. Well, yesterday news broke that the Hamilton Tiger Cats, and I'm going to be honest with you, I know nothing about the Hamilton Tiger Cats, except they are a CFL team. They announced that they were going to hire him as an offensive assistant. And then the news went out on Twitter, and he was going to be an assistant head coach for offense under head coach June Jones. 
And then the Hamilton Tiger Cats released a statement. Art Bryles will no longer be joining the Hamilton Tiger Cats as a coach. Uh, We came to this decision this evening following a lengthy discussion between the league and the Hamilton organization. We wish Mr. Bryles all the best in his future endeavors. Hamilton was 0-8 when the coach stepped down. Jones was promoted last week. Bryles is 61 years old and has been out of coaching since May of 2016 when Baylor suspended him with intent to terminate for his role in the school sexual assault scandal. He received an undisclosed financial settlement with Baylor uh, where he coached from 2008 to 2015, and he won back-to-back Big 12 titles in 2013 and 2014. Um, the Tigers, uh, the Tigers' owner initially defended the decision. We thought it was a very serious situation. We also felt that after talking to dozens of people, people we trust, people we admire, Art Bryles, a good man that was caught in a very bad situation. That's the Tiger Cat CEO Scott Mitchell. Clearly, some serious mistakes were made along the way, but we feel strongly that people deserve second chances, and that's what we've decided to do with Art Bryles. So. It's an easy situation to just say, no, Art Bryles should never be employed again, right? That's an easy response that many of you likely have that opinion. What I think is more interesting here is, is it appropriate for the league to disallow a team to hire a guy that it thinks will help them from a coaching perspective? Should a league be able to step in and say, "Uh uh-uh, you can't hire this guy because they don't like the publicity that hiring him is going to bring? Because it appears that this individual team had made the decision to sign him based on that statement that we just heard from the Tiger Cats CEO. Again, this is a CFL football team. Art Bryles was not charged with a crime. My position on all of these situations in general, and I've been on it for years, and if you listen to this show, you'll know, is that individual teams should be able to sign anyone that they want to sign so long as somebody isn't currently in prison. So when Michael Vick came out of prison, if the Philadelphia Eagles wanted to sign him because they thought that he was a better player than the guys that they have on their roster right now, go do it, right? I have zero issue with that decision. When a player is not in prison, not in jail, I've got zero issue with a team deciding they want to sign him. Art Bryles, not even charged with a crime, doesn't even have any NCAA issues. It was an ugly, ugly situation at Baylor, but all of his assistant coaches were let go, and all are employed now. His AD is employed. His former school president is employed. Arguably, the AD and the school president should be more involved with what happens when it comes to sexual harassment, sexual assault investigations than the head football coach. And so our poll question that I'm going to put up on Twitter, you can go find me at Clay Travis, is this. Should Art Bryles ever be able to coach football again? Because right now the answer seems to be no. If he can't get an assistance job in the CFL, there can't be any NFL team looking at this saying, oh, you know what? Yeah, we'll definitely go hire the guy. He's 61 years old. Effectively, should he never be allowed to coach again? And if so... Is that appropriate? My position on this is if an individual team wants to hire Art Bryles to be an assistant, especially if it's a pro sports franchise, we're not talking about a college. I understand the difficulties that could be associated with a college hiring Art Bryles to be an assistant. 
but what penalty should he have to, 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 to pay here? Should he never be able to coach football again, even at a pro level? That seems wrong to me. I think Art Bryles, if an individual team wants to hire him, should be able to be employed. This goes to my problems exceed his talents, right? This is my general analysis. I think that in a pro football setting, to me, I would have the same opinion that the Hamilton Tiger Cats had, that Art Bryles as a coach, his talents exceed his problems. What are his problems? He had an ugly incident, incidents in plural, in Baylor. But does that mean that he should never be allowed to coach again? College level, I can see that argument. But there's a lot of bad stuff that goes on at a college level. There's a lot of guys out there that have done things that are pretty bad that they individually did. Art Bryles was just in a supervisory role here. It wasn't as if he is accused of direct wrongdoing himself. If he, now, if he got charged with a crime, I'd feel differently. But my position in general is if you aren't in prison, you deserve the right to make a living doing what you choose to do. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Okay, I think the Hamilton Tiger Cats, we're talking about the Art Bryles situation and what I think is a fascinating question. What are the limits of redemption What is so bad to have done that you can no longer be employed in the world of sports? And for me, Art Bryles being hired by the the Hamilton Tiger Cats uh, to be a CFL assistant, I think that that's perfectly fine. I think that the CFL should not have reacted to social media negativity about Art Bryles being hired and forced the team to issue a statement saying, actually, we take it back, we're not going to employ Art Bryles. Because the question to me that immediately comes up then is, if Art Bryles can't be employed as an assistant at the freaking Hamilton Tiger Cats, where in the world can he be employed? He's 61 years old. He was never charged with any crime. Everybody else who's an assistant on the Baylor football team is employed. Everybody else who was the athletic director or the school president at Baylor is employed. Why is our Bryles the only one left wearing the scarlet letter of, of unemployability? Now, if you want to say you don't think he should coach high school or you don't think he should coach college football, I certainly can understand that argument. But CFL for professional football? Is your argument really that he doesn't know football well enough to coach? I just don't get this. 877-996-6369. Our poll question is up. And I'm trying not to influence it. Should Art Bryles ever be able to coach football again? It's almost evenly split 50-50. With 50, uh, right now, it's almost exactly even. A couple hundred of you. I'm at Clay Travis if you want to go uh, vote on that. Let's bring in the crew. Uh, Jason Martin, I want to poll you. Should Art Bryles be able to coach football again? It's tough. Look, if you're a franchise or an organization – you're taking on the risk. You're taking on the optics, the backlash, the PR hit, or whatever else could come with hiring someone potentially as toxic and, at least for me, despicable. But as we don't Bryles. even know what he did. That, I'm that's sorry. The challenge I to have me. not. I haven't. Look, I, I don't buy that. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't believe well, that. Well, we don't know. And I it's mean, about if, to get worse when exactly, Hold on. Comes out. If we knew exactly what he did definitively, and we don't, 
right? I mean, there's a bunch of different stories. There's lawsuits. Baylor wouldn't have paid him millions of dollars to leave, right? They settled with him. They didn't terminate him for cause and say, you don't get a dollar from us. They settled with him for potentially millions of dollars. We don't know exactly what they paid him. Um, And again, my question would be, if Art Bryles did bad things, then probably his assistant coaches did, certainly his AD and his school president did, if all of those people are employed. I understand an argument of like everything at Baylor is toxic, but how has Art Bryles ended up being the only person at Baylor who's toxic? Well, I don't think that he is. But well, everybody else is employed. Well, th- that's fine. I don't care about those people, and I don't care about Art Bryles well, why not? either. Art Bryles is not in jail, so as a right of a citizen, he has the right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, which basically means he has a right to earn a living. Now, I understand that 100%. What I'm saying is if you want to bring him in, then you're bringing in all of that. You're taking on the risk yourself. If you want to hire the guy, hire the damn guy. But so what's the the negative here if you hire him as a CFL coach? That's what I'm getting to because, I mean, are people really going to protest for that long? I mean, I I don't know. All I know is Mark Mark Schleybaugh's book is about to come out, and it's about to get far worse for, for everybody associated with that scandal. Once that comes out. But ultimately, the league is the CEO, and your franchise is just a department in that company. The optics end up fluttering upline. They don't generally flow downline. It could infect perception of the entire organization. So I understand why the CFL would want to step in. It's a little unseemly because you want those departments to be able to make the hires that they deem necessary. And it's not exactly the same because it's the risk being taken on by the Hamilton Tiger Cats specifically. So I'm sort of torn here. But as far as our Bryles, I still haven't seen any contrition at all, really at all. And he lied and was dishonest multiple times. I don't care if he's committed an official crime or not. I just I don't care about Art Bryles being a football coach anywhere. If he wants to coach somewhere, he can attempt to do that. And if somebody wants to hire him, they can knock themselves out. I'm not hiring uh, hiring him to sweep my driveway, quite frankly, because I don't trust him. I don't believe him. And I do think that there has to be some kind of contrition here, and there is zero, in my opinion. And this story, to me, is not something where I'm going to bring that into my organization. Well, I think this is an easy way where emotions get involved. What I think is the most interesting aspect of this is a team tries to hire a coach, and the league comes in because of social media reaction and says you can't do this. I wrote a piece about how I think social media reactions, like leagues and teams, everybody overreacts to social media. Because I think here, look, if the Hamilton Tiger Cats decide they want to employ Art Bryles, which is their right as a team, to me, and they're willing to take the couple of weeks of people being upset, then I think it totally fades away. I don't think people are going to be showing up protesting the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Again, my question would be, how in the world, if you're so upset at Art Bryles, how in the world can all of the assistant coaches on his staff, how in the world can the school president and the AD all be employed elsewhere, and Art Bryles is the only guy left with the scarlet letter. Danny G and Robert, what do you guys think? Yeah, I, I'm with you. It kind of feels like Bryles is the fall guy for Baylor here. And Jason, the question I would ask you is, would you hire Rick Patino? Maybe not. Um, look, this is, you know, we talked about it in relation to Kaepernick, the benefits outweighing your problems argument. Our Bryles is really good at what he does. So there's always going to be an organization or two out there that is going to try and find it okay, find a way to make it all right to bring him in and deal with whatever comes with that. And that'll go with a Patino or anybody 
that goes into that situation. As for the assistant coaches, I'm not real thrilled that they have jobs either. The entire thing to me is unseemly, and I don't think it's emotional just based on social media. This story is heinous, heinous on a historic level. And to me, it has not really shaken out to the extent where I would feel comfortable with our Bryles, personally. But, but, what, but what I also I say, say if you want to hire the guy, hire the guy. But uh, let's, we're going to take a, take a break here. But when you say heinous, to me, that means that... It means, it means a facilitating a culture of rape and helping to cover again, that up on multiple that hasn't, occasions. But that hasn't been proven, proven by courts of law. Those are allegations, right? And to me, if you're not charged with a crime... This is America, right? Like, we believe that you deserve the right to be presumed innocent. And so, Art Bryles, if it were so bad that they had behaved in a criminal fashion and he had been charged with crimes, I would agree. But Baylor paid him millions of dollars when they terminated his contract. He is 61 years old. In theory, he has a right to earn a living. Now, I think there's a distinction between coaching in high school and coaching in college. And I think it's easy to get on and say, you know, get on, grab the megaphone, megaphone and be like, I hate rape more than you. I think that sexual assault is awful. I hate, you know, when people commit crimes. But when you actually boil down what Art Bryles has done, is this a reaction to what Art Bryles has done, or is this a social media anger-fueled crusade that Art Bryles has ended up the focal point of while there was, if there were issues here, issues of, 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 of you know, total... Uh, abdi- you know, abdignation basically of duty across the landscape, right? And yet Art Bryles is the only guy. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Who are the next guys up, right? Because you can have a long career. Tom Brady is the oldest quarterback in the NFL. He's 40. Drew Brees is 38. Uh, and those two guys, I think it's fair to say, still have a couple of years left. Uh, Josh McCown is 38. I don't think that he really counts. Carson Palmer, 37. He'll turn 38 before this season is out. Eli Manning is 36. I feel like a lot of people don't pay attention to the fact that Eli now is getting up there in age. He's obviously won two Super Bowls. He's 36. Phillip Rivers, 35. Uh, We'll see how many more years he has. Ben Roethlisberger is 35, but he's taken a beating at the quarterback position and potentially has been kind of hinting that he may retire soon. We'll see how many more years he has. Jay Cutler's 34. Aaron Rodgers is 33. Okay, that's uh, – and Alex Smith is 33. That's the top 10 uh, oldest quarterbacks in the NFL. A lot of pretty good talent there, right, when you look at the ages in the NFL. And then you got Matt Ryan, who's 32. Flacco is 32. I mean, it's kind of caught up on me that, that, that Joe Flacco is 32 and obviously dealing with a little bit of an age issue in terms of not being ready. Um, and then you start to look, okay, who are the best young quarterbacks in the NFL right now? Okay, Andy Dalton is 29. I think most of you out there would say, ah, I'm not necessarily a believer in Andy Dalton. Sam Bradford, 29. Okay, hasn't been healthy. I'm not sure that there are that many Viking fans out there that would feel really good about him. And then Matthew Stafford is 29, and he will turn 30 right about time that the Super Bowl happens. So you can make an argument. I don't think it's a ridiculous argument to make that Matthew Stafford right now is the best quarterback in the NFL under the age of 30, right? You can make that argument. I'm not sure that it's true, but you can at least make that argument. Kirk Cousins is 29. Uh, He will turn uh, 30 in about about, two days or so, uh, I think. Uh, Russell Wilson is 28, maybe not as young as you would have thought. He'll turn 29 during this season. 
Uh, Cam Newton is 28. I mean, you know, even he's not that young in the grand scheme of things anymore. Andrew Luck, I think, probably is the second best argument for best quarterback under the age of 30. He will turn 28 this year. Uh, And you kind of just run through, you know, like you're like, okay, well, Derek Carr, 26. Okay, that's a really, I'd feel really good if I'm the Raiders about paying him $25 million a year. And then you get down to the really young guys. You know, Marcus Mariota is pretty much the same age as Dak Prescott, even though Mariota is now entering his, what, third year, and Dak Prescott is entering his second year at the quarterback position. Mariota is just 23. Dak Prescott's 24. Jameis Winston, 23. And then you get all the way down to Deshaun Kaiser, who is just 21 years old. But what I'm getting at here is there aren't a lot of good young quarterbacks in this league. Even if you define young as being under the age of 30, there aren't that many guys who are proven. And so if you got a Matthew Stafford out there who's just 29 years old, I feel pretty good about Matthew Stafford being able to play in this league until he's 35, if you look easily. I mean, the fact that Eli's 36 and will turn 37 early next year, I mean, you feel pretty good about where uh, Matthew Stafford is health-wise. He hasn't missed very many games, everything else. So I think he's entirely entitled to the $27 million that he's going to make. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Poll question of the day is up, and it's been an intriguing one to follow all day long here. And the question is, should Art Bryles ever be able to coach football again? Over 5,000 of you have voted. You can find me on Twitter at Clay Travis and go place your vote. 56% of you say no. Art Bryles should never be able to coach football again. For the 56% of people who would say no, I would follow that up with, do you also believe that all of the assistant coaches who are presently employed should not be able to coach football again? Do you believe that the AD who is presently employed, as well as the school president, Ken Starr, who is presently employed, also should not have their jobs? Because Art Bryles seems to have become the entire focal point of this story Art Bryles can't get a job. He's 61 years old. If you missed this story, it blew up yesterday. The CFL team, the Hamilton Lions, I believe is their name, they uh, they hired Art Bryles, announced they were hiring him, and then the league itself, the CFL, stepped in and said, no, 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 wait a minute, you cannot hire Art Bryles, which is a move that I've never seen a league take before. I have never seen a major league, a major league NHL, NFL, or NBA franchise step in and say, be told that it cannot hire a coach or player that it wants to by the league office. This, I think, is a reaction in some ways to the social media reaction, which is predicated on all of the attention that the mess at Baylor has received. What I have said is that Art Bryles hasn't been charged with a crime. And if he should have been charged with a crime, that should be the focus. We focus too often on the sports angle of major criminal issues. And I've talked about this before, but if Ray Rice punches his wife, the story should not be, what's the NFL going to do about Ray Rice punching his wife? The story should be, why did Ray Rice punch his wife on video and just get probation? Why was the DA so lenient on him? When Greg Hardy is signed by the Dallas Cowboys to play defensive end, to me, the story shouldn't be, oh, the Dallas Cowboys have decided to sign Greg Hardy. It should be, man, why did North Carolina authorities not push char- press charges more aggressively 
against him. When Ezekiel Elliott gets suspended for six games, the story shouldn't be what the NFL is doing about Ezekiel Elliott and domestic violence. The story should be, oh, what did the Columbus DA do when he investigated this crime? And so in a similar fashion with Art Bryles, to me the story should not be, oh, should Art Bryles ever coach football again? especially here where it's pro football, because even if some of you out there think, oh, Art Bryles should never coach in college or should never coach in high school again, I think certainly the CFL is about as remote as you can get for pro sports. And do you really believe this guy should never be able to make a living again? Because he was not charged with a crime. And so to me, the question should be about this Baylor story. The focus should be on the district attorney's office. What did they know when did they know it? And did they choose not to press charges because these people at Baylor were in prominent positions and were powerful? Or did they not press charges because they conducted legitimate investigations and there was not sufficient evidence to justify bringing charges? That's the story to me. What did the Waco DA do? What did the police department do there? How seriously did they treat any allegations of impropriety? Did they like not pay attention, basically, to these charges and avoid them in general. I don't know the outcome. I don't know the full story there. But that, to me, is a much bigger story than what happened with Art Bryles. Why is Art Bryles the only guy at Baylor who can't get employed? All of his assistant coaches are employed. His athletic director is employed. His school president is employed. If this was a systemic failure across the board, why is the head football coach the only guy who can't get a job? And... Why is the CFL hiring an individual coach for a team and then the league itself stepping in and saying, no, 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 you can't hire this guy? I've never seen that before. Never seen it in any American pro sports league where a team has announced that they are hiring a guy as an assistant coach and then the league has stepped in and say, you can't hire this guy. Everyone out there, my position on this is straightforward. Individual teams should be able to make decisions about whether or not they want to employ individual coaches or players if they want to do that then they should have the right to do it because they are small businesses would I have made the decision or big businesses would I have made the decision always to make hiring decisions that the Dallas Cowboys have no I wouldn't have hired Greg Hardy would I have hired Joe Mixon after he punched a girl in the face and broke her jaw in three places no I wouldn't have done that would I have stood by a kicker after a domestic violence incident like the Giants did probably not because my position on it is do your talents exceed your problems I think that Art Bryles is a really good football coach, especially if it's in the pro sports leagues where everybody is already an adult and responsible for themselves. I think Art Bryles is a good enough football coach that I would hire him in the CFL. Doesn't mean that I think Art Bryles is a great person. Doesn't mean that I think Art Bryles is somebody who should be lionized in any way. But just having looked at all of the evidence, as I have, he has not been charged with a crime. Same reason that I think Mike Vick should have been perfectly fine to be hired by the Eagles. If you're not in jail or if you're not in prison, then to me, you should be able to be hired to make a living playing or coaching football. Doesn't mean you have to make the decision. I've said before, I wouldn't hire Colin Kaepernick. I don't think his problems are worth his talent. His problems exceed his talent. Some of you disagree with that. You could have your own football teams and make your own decisions, but as an owner, I wouldn't do that. Having said that, Every owner should have the right to hire whoever he wants so long as they are eligible to play football. And I think that our Bryles' talent as a football coach, particularly in the pro ranks, exceeds his problems. But right now, the majority of you disagree with me. Should our Bryles ever be able to coach football again? 56% of you say no. 44% of you say yes. Oh, oh, oh. 
You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.